Glory to God. It's good to be in church on Sunday. Thank you, Lord. Man, we got big, big month coming up and East, uh, Easter <laughs> Resurrection Sunday. <laughs> Resurrection Sunday coming. You know, that, that is, you know, we should be happy every day and thankful every day. But on Resurrection Sunday, we ought, we ought to shout like we never shouted in our lives every Resurrection Sunday. We should be excited. That's not just Sunday. That is the Sunday of all Sundays. Amen? That, that, is, that is the one that we should get. Don't, don't miss that day. I remember when we were young and dumb. And uh, we, we went to church not very often. And one one morning we woke up on Resurrection Sunday and we were going to go, you know, we should go to church today. And we got halfway there and we said, you know, breakfast would be good. I think about how sad that is now, but we went to breakfast. We missed out on the, on the greatest Sunday of the year just because we were stupid. It's not because we didn't know God. We can't say we didn't know God. We were just stupid. Don't, let's not miss out on it. And let's not let anybody else miss out on them. Invite people. Give them a car. Tell them, remind them we're having service and, and let, let them come. Amen? Amen? We look prettier with more people around us. Our pretty will rub off on them. Amen? Glory to God. I, 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 like, I like celebrating. I really do. I like eating cake. I thought that was the first testimony. <laughs> right? Eating cake. Right? Man, that's a testimony. We could even write that down. Just put, I ate cake today. There you go. Huh? Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Open your Bibles to Psalm 119, 68. It's a short verse. Long psalm, short verse. It says, Thou art good, and you do good. Teach me your statutes. You say, Brother Dave, are you going to teach on goodness and love again? Well, wait a second. Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. You know why? Because there's no greater message than the goodness and love of God. And there's, there's nothing that the devil tries to confuse people on more than that subject right there. Even, you know, you think, well, we're a word of faith. We know God's good. You'd think that. You would think that. But but I'll guarantee you, the devil's slick. He'll pop you up a verse and say, well, now that doesn't make any sense. And and, and have, you, have you questioning. Because what's he want you to do? He wants you to question the goodness of God. Because if he can get you to question it, you won't be receiving it. Amen? Because, because when we begin to question God's goodness, we begin to depart from it. Right? Because there should be no question. Even at, You could just read this verse and keep it in your head. It is so important to never, ever question whether God's good or not. And, and, or, or exchange good for bad. Well, He's good. I know this is a bad thing, but God's good, so it must be doing good for me. Well, no, the bad thing was your idea, right? God just couldn't stop it, 
Because your idea came first that day. Amen? It's not God's idea for bad things to happen to people, ever. He doesn't teach you with a hammer, right? He he doesn't bend your fingers backwards until you submit, right? No. No, he's a good God, and he wants good for us, and he wants to do good for us. But but what we have to realize is that he's only good. He, he He is good. And he's only good. There is no other part to him. That's what. That's why we get confused with love sometimes. Love can only love. That's all it can do. It, it can't do anything. People say, oh, "I got to give him some tough love." If it's tough, it'll be good. Right? <laughs> Aren't you glad God doesn't give you tough love a lot? Yeah. Well, he let me run off track. That's not tough love. That was your idea. He's just not going to, he's not going to impede on your will, right? But, but if you'd ask him, he said, oh, don't go there. He said, I love you, baby. Do not go there. It's not going to work out good for you. And then if you'd have done it, you'd have been in good shape. Why? Because God's good. And he's, he's teaching us. That's why, that's why at the end of the verse says, teach me your statutes. Why? Because they're good. They're, they're not a burden. They're not hard. They're good. If God says something, tells us something to do, it's for our good. Amen? Glory to God. He's good and He does good. 1 John. 1 John 1, verse 5. Let's see if we can affirm this even more. This is the message which we have heard of Him and we declare unto you. This is the message. You want to know what the message is? God is light, and in Him, not one ounce, not no darkness. If something dark happened, God didn't do it. He wasn't involved in it. You walked out of the light. Amen? Light produces Whatever it shines. What, what two things do you need to, to make seed produce? Well, three things. You've got to have ground, right? <laughs> then you need water yep. and you need light. God's both of those. Yep. Amen? Amen? In my yard, I live down on a, on a, in a hole kind of, and the sun can't even hit my yard, which I'm thankful because, <laughs> you know, I tell people I, I watch them run the sprinklers. And I'm like, you know what that's going to do? And they go, what? And I go, it's going to make your yard grow. I'm like, can you stop that? Just don't let any slide over here on my yard. Right? Because I know what happens when water and light get together. They start growing grass. Now, if it's for the cows to eat, that's good. But if I have to mow it, not good. Amen? But but in God, he is, he is only light. And God is love, so love is light. Amen. Right? So, so don't look for love to, to, to push you a direction that would hurt you, that would make you sad, that would, that would put you in harm's way. Love won't do that. No, not, not even to teach you. You may learn that way. I learned lots of things the hard way. And then God said, don't you wish you to just listen to me the first time? Your parents used to do that. Don't touch the stove, baby. Ah! 
Don't you wish you listened to me the first time? God, God's telling us, directing us, giving us direction all the time because He's light. And, and when goodness is not happening, then the light's not shut. The, the reason there's no grass right up against my house, no light. You know what I got? I got moss. It's green. <laughs> right? So it kind of looks like grass. From a distance, it's grassy. Right? <laughs> and a lot of people like grass, and thank God they do. Gives people a job mowing it. Right? But... But you need that light because when that light doesn't shine, what you literally do get is things that, won't, that will produce without light. We produce things without light all the time in our lives. Amen? Yeah. When, when, and people, then, then people say, well, I thought God was good. God's always good. But He's light. He's light. And if you're going to receive of His goodness, you're going to receive of His light. When, when He created the earth, the first thing He created was what? Light. Because it would need light for everything else to happen. Amen? In our lives, we need light for everything else to happen. For every good thing that God has for us, light causes it. Amen? And, and when, when, we, when we allow that light, the light of God in our life, to shine on us, then the next thing you got to have in you is good seed. Right? Sometimes I've had... Light and water shine on me. Well, my yard's another good example. I don't have grass in it. I got weeds. But you know what light and water still grows? Weeds. Right? But the blessing of God is following His Word, walking in His light, and in doing so, you receive of His goodness. Amen? We receive of His goodness by walking in His light, but by receiving from Him, letting Him be... He doesn't change. That's the point of God is good. He does not change. Right? I mean, go to go to Hebrews. Hebrews. We'll just start going out of order right now. There's no reason to... I don't even know why. I shouldn't even put notes in order. I should just put them on a page and say, okay, God, show me. That's the way you do it anyway. We don't want to see it from me, right? Hebrews 6, and starting in verse 7, it talks about the earth, and it says, It drinks in the rain that comes often upon it and brings forth herbs, meat for them who, by, who it was dressed by. In other words, whoever planted in it, the rain gets on it, and it begins to grow whatever's in it. Begins to grow whatever's in it. Amen? It says it brings forth earth meat for them by whom it is dressed, receiving the blessing from God. What did it receive from God? Rain. It received rain. And when it received the blessing from God, it grew. Right? So because, of, because it was an herb and it was good for you, it, was, it received the blessing from God. Next verse. But that which beareth thorns, same rain. The same rain that brought the herb brought the thorn. God didn't change. God's good. He, he brings rain. He brings rain to, to on the land that has herbs and, and good things in it. And he brings rain to the land that has thorns and briars. Right? You know, when people wonder why poison ivy's in their field, it's because it was in their field. You don't say, you know, if it hadn't rained, 
If it just hadn't rained, I wouldn't have poison ivy. You know what? Rain's going to happen. It's good. Poison ivy, bad. Right? We, we, need to, we need to get it straight because God's good. Light, light is good. Rain is good. What's in the ground is up to us. Our choice was what's in the ground. If you don't put anything in the ground, you made a choice. I can, know, I can tell you by experience because I put no grass in the ground, but yet I still have a green front yard. What grew? Weeds. They're green too. Sometimes they're green when the pretty grass isn't. <laughs> but, but my yard grew weeds. Why? Because I didn't put anything else in it. And many times when we hearken to the wrong voice, we put something in our ground. We put something in our ground. And, and we don't realize it. Then the rain comes. And this grew up, and you're like, I wonder how that got there. You put it in there. The enemy helped you plant it. Right? Because the blessing of the Lord doesn't do bad things. It causes things to produce. Now, what is produced is either a blessing or a curse. Amen? It's either a blessing or a curse. God's good. We don't blame the rain. Right? Don't blame the rain for the weeds that came up. Right? I planted tomatoes last few years. I didn't last year because I got tired of not getting any tomatoes. <laughs> I, don't, I used to be able to grow tomatoes. I don't know why I can't grow a tomato now. It's the only, and I guess it's a fruit, but I was going to say it's the only vegetable I really eat. Most, a lot of. I, I eat vegetables. Don't, don't write letters. I had a salad a week ago. I'm good. I'm good. Big one. Whole, whole plate. Big, big salad. Mm. Don't need any letters. Kim makes me green beans to sit right beside my steak. And if you put enough steak on them, you can barely taste them. But I have them, don't I? And I ate a piece of broccoli a month and a half ago or so. <laughs> now I'm now lost my place completely. <laughs> but but what God is what what God is doing is being God, and and that that's where we don't want to get into confusion. He's being God. He, he doesn't stop being God. He doesn't stop being love. He doesn't stop being light. He doesn't stop being merciful. He doesn't stop being kind. He doesn't stop any of his characteristics. But, but the very thing that you chose is going to show up in his light. Light will manifest what you put in there. Light will manifest, right? And, you know, it says, you guys got kind of quiet on me. Go to, go to Deuteronomy. Now we're really going backwards. Deuteronomy 28. In him is light and there's no darkness at all. And you get people all the time and they say, well, if God's good, why does it say he'll do this to you if this doesn't happen? Because that's what will happen if you don't do and put in what he said put in. Right? He's giving you the opportunity to put in good things. Because he knows rain's coming. 
He knows light's going to happen. And, he's, and he says, hearken to my word. Hearken diligently to my word. Put it in front of your eyes. Write it on your hands. Talk about it when you walk. Talk about it when you sit down. Look at it. Well, basically, he's saying, don't quit looking at it. Put, put, your, put my word in you in such an abundance to where when, when, when the blessing comes, when, when, the, when the rain comes, when the light shines, you begin to grow fruit from, from the word. Amen? You begin to grow fruit that, that produces good. Amen? Why? Because it was good when it went in. It'll be good when it comes out. Glory to God. And, and, and that's, you know, people look at the blessing and the curse. And, they, and you know what? The curse was already here. It, was, it started when the, the fruit got ate, right? And God came back and they started blame game. And the next thing, there's, there's a curse on the earth, right? The curse was already here. The blessing came here. Amen? And, and light shows up darkness. And what he said in Deuteronomy 28, he said, if 28, one, it says, and if it shall come to pass that if you shall hear, hearken diligently unto my voice, that under the voice of the Lord, your God to observe all his commandments. And, you know, we look at this in a human form and we say, well, we got to do this and we got to do that. No, he's saying, if you'll listen to me, you'll want to do this. You'll want to do that. Right? A command is only as good as the person that does it. I could command you to go mow my yard, but if you never showed up, it would just be tall. That's right. <laughs> right? But we, the command can be followed or it cannot be followed. And what he's saying is, I want you to follow these commands. Why? Because I'm good. I'm good. Because I'm good, when you follow my commands, good follows you. Amen? And he's saying, I want you to hearken diligently to this. Observe to do them, and, and I'll set you high above all the nations of the earth. What's he saying? He's saying, I'll rain on you, and I'll shine on you, and you will begin to flourish like no one has ever seen. He even said at one point, people will look and know you are known by my name. Because, why? Because you're so prosperous, you're, you're producing so much good things, they can't deny it. Amen? Because why? Because you're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the country. You're blessed in the field. You're needing baskets blessed. Your, your cattle are blessed. You're, you're blessed. Why are you blessed? Because you hearkened, you let His Word in, and you began to do His Word. You, you didn't just hear it. You began to diligently do it. Amen? Why? Because it's good. It's good. What's His first word? Love me with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That, that's his first word. He said, I want you to love me. Why? Because if you love him, you'll do what he says. Why? Because the person you love, you also trust. You also look to. That they're, they're your go-to. Amen? They're the one you look to when, when you've got something else going on. Amen? That's who we want to look to. And, and the blessing of the Lord, it, it, the blessing came with the obedience and, and the willing obedience to hear His Word, to put it in. And then God be God. Right? God be God. God is going to be God. And whatever is in that ground, whatever you chose to let in, 
that's what's going to produce. And then then he went on and he told you all it was going to do and all the good things. And then he said, if you don't, hearken to my word. What's he saying? If you don't put it in you, if you don't put me in you, if you you don't put the word, the good seed in you, then you're going to be cursed. Why? Because that's what you were before the good seed. You were cursed before you had God. Amen? It wasn't something new. It was already there. And he said, if you don't do this, you're going to be cursed. And you know what happens when you don't get light? You get peat moss. (laughs) Right? When you don't get water, nothing grows. Amen? So when when we walk away from the blessing of God, then we walk into the darkness. And when we're in the darkness, things can't grow. Things can't produce. And what you, what would grow or produce, you don't want to anyway. I mean, you ever been in a cave? How many of you ever been in a cave? The fish are white. There's bats. There's no grass. There's nothing green in a cave. Nothing's, nothing pretty, if you will. I know the stalactites tight to the ceiling. Stalagmites might make it up, right? I mean, they're pretty. But, but they, were, they were formed in darkness, they were formed in darkness. You can put all the water in that place you want. They're, they're, the cave is one of the most moist places you could ever be, yet it's producing nothing because right. it has no light. It has no light. And, and when the curse comes and we start blaming the rain, right? I didn't, I, I, it, if, if it hadn't rained, if the sun hadn't shined, that poison ivy wouldn't be there. If if the rain didn't come and the sun didn't shine, then I wouldn't have got sick. That's what people are saying. Well, if God's good, why did I get sick? Check your ground. You'll say, well, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't either. I got weeds. <laughs> you know, God didn't tell us to do things so we didn't have to do them. You know, if you don't do anything, that's like not doing what he said, right? It's not, it's not like you say, well, God, I didn't do anything. I know. That's what (laughs) you sure didn't. And you're still not doing anything. Are you going to do something? What I want you to do is diligently hearken to my word, put it in you because it's life to those who find it. It's health to all your flesh because if it's in you, my light will shine, my rain will come and it'll grow. And it'll produce, and it'll produce a harvest for you, a harvest you want. Amen? And if you don't hearken diligently, you're still going to get a harvest. You're going to get a harvest of darkness, everything that happens. You know, people say, well, well how's he going to smite you with this? He, he's hands off. We can blame him if we want. That's like getting a speeding ticket and blaming the policeman. No, right? Right? He put the law in place because it's good. He put it in place because it's good. And if you choose not to put it in here, if you choose not to put the word in here, the good word of God, and something doesn't happen good, are we going to blame God? Right? He says in Deuteronomy 30, he said, I set before you life and good, right? Life and good, death and evil. He sets two things before us, and he goes on down later, and he tells you what death and evil, or, or life and blessing, death and cursing. Evil's cursing, 
right? Good is blessing. What's he saying? I'm setting both these before you. And he says, choose life. You know why he said that? He said, because it's going to rain. It's going to rain. I want you to choose life because it's going to rain. The sun is going to shine. And what you chose is going to come up from the ground you put it in. Amen? And, and, and to blame it on the rain. Again, you're driving down the road. You're going 60 and a 40. Ask me how I know. And you get stopped. And the police officer writes you a ticket. Well, if that police officer wouldn't have been there, then I wouldn't have had to get a ticket. You know what? He was light in the darkness. Right? And then you have to go see the judge. And you go to the judge, and the judge says, yeah, you got to pay this money. Well, if that judge just had been nicer, he, he's, he's not doing anything except upholding what's already there. God is upholding what's already in place. Rain and sun, they are Him. He is light. He is, he is good. And it's going to happen. He is going to happen. God is happening all around us right now. If you want something good from him, reach out and grab it. Because he's happening, and what he's happening with is good. Nothing else is happening from God that's not good. You can't, you, and but see, when the devil tries to get us to think, think about those things. Yeah, but he said he'd smite you. Well, because you're under the curse. He's not, all he's got to do is step back. Why? Because you're in darkness. All kinds of sickness and what, what, I mean, when you're growing something in, in your petri dishes and stuff, you don't go set it in the light. You set it in dark and put icky stuff in it and, right? Why? Because you're trying to grow stuff that doesn't grow in the light. You know what doesn't grow in light? Mold. Mold doesn't grow in light. Peat moss or whatever my moss is that grows up against my, it doesn't grow in light. When the sun, the sun's hitting it right now, you know what it's doing? It's dying. I'll get some nice, pretty green weeds soon. You know what I won't get? Grass. Well, I might, because some of it might spread its way that way. Why? Because it reaches for the light. It reaches for the light. The things that the light will produce will reach for it. And and the things, you know, whether it's good or bad. You know, look look at Luke. I think Luke... Maybe Matthew. Matthew or Luke? Which one are you going to look at? Let's look at Matthew. Matthew 5.43. What Jesus was trying to do when he came and preached this message, he was trying to say, okay, this is what you believed God was like. Now let me tell you what he's like. This is what you were told. Now let me show you the truth. Amen? Why? Because God's good. Jesus came to proclaim the goodness of God. He said, you've heard it said that you should love your neighbor and hate your enemy. And they had heard that. And Jesus said, let me tell you something new. Let me me show you God. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Why? Because love can't not love. It can't not love. That's what it does. It loves So what's he saying? You're going to be like your father? You want to see what your father's like? He loves his enemies. Right? Yeah. You want to see what he's like? He blesses those who curse him. Yeah. He does. 
He'll bless those that curse him. He does good to those that hate him. That Jesus is showing us the Father. He's showing us our Father. He's showing us our Father so He can show us who to be like and how to be. He's saying, you heard to do it this way, but let me show you God's way. Let me show you the best way. This, this, you know, it's even like when He talked about, uh, what was He talking about? Maybe uh, divorce, I think. And he, talked to, he, he, said, he said, I allowed this because of the hardness of your heart. Literally, he was saying, you don't have to be that way anymore. You don't have to do it this way anymore. I allowed it because of the hardness of your heart. Right? A lot of people don't like that. You know, now you've got softness in your heart. Well, you get the Holy Spirit. Right? You're gentle and kind. You're like your father. Amen? Go back to verse. He said, he said, you want to be like your father? Pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. This is what God's like. He loves the unlovable. He loves those that come against him. He's good. Well, what's Jesus saying? He's saying he's good and he's only good. He only does good things. Good, he, he cannot do bad things. He, why? Because he is good. And if he is good, love is good. If love is good, God is good. You can never separate them. People say, well, I, I know all this. Well, do you? Know it more. Because I'll guarantee you it's the tool that the devil's going to pull out of the box to get you confused, to get you off base, to get you looking at the wrong things the wrong way. And, you know, he's, he looks at me, he says, well, it says in the Bible that God created the blind eye. It says God created the eye that was blind. He creates all the eyes. Satan can't create an eye. God creates all eyes. He created the devil. Right? He didn't create the iniquity in him. You can put all the good grass in your yard you want, but if you don't weed it every now and then, you're growing other stuff. You know, come to think of it, when we did build the house, I did put grass in there. I don't know where it went. I guess you have to take care of stuff like that. When, when you got the word of God, you got to take care of it. You got to keep it. He didn't just mean, he didn't just mean to put it in a box and set it on a shelf. He meant to put it in your heart and guard it. Hold fast to it. Lay hold of my word and grab hold and refuse to let go. Amen? Because it, just like the ground, the ground doesn't spit up seeds. It brings forth fruit. Amen? Go back to our verses. Despitefully use you and persecute you. Next verse. That you may be children. What, what's he saying? He's saying, I just showed you what God was like. I just showed you what God was like. And to be his children, you act that way. That you may be children of your Father in heaven. For what? The sun's going to shine. The rain's going to come. Evil, good, just, unjust. What do you suppose happens on unjust ground when the, when the rain comes and the sun shines? Unjust seed comes up. God, God's no respecter of persons. The rain was still good. The light was still good. The ground was still there. The seed was bad. What's he saying? He said, quit putting that in you. Guard, guard the good deposit. Hearken diligently to what I give you, to what I say to you. I mean, it's, 
think about the two men he talks about. The one that built their house on the, on the foundation, the one that built their house on no foundation. That's right after this, isn't it? Or is it in Luke? It's somewhere in the Bible. I've seen it. It's in the Bible. Yeah. Go to Luke. Luke 6 and 46. It says, why call me Lord, Lord, and do not what I say? If he's your Lord, right? You, you want to do what makes him happy, what, what, what proves him, what shows him, right? It will show him. Right? If you if you came to church today and you were offended and you sat there with a frowny face all day. Right? What if you said what if you sat there with a frowny face waiting on somebody to Oh, what's wrong, baby? Somebody make you upset? Oh no. Guess what? There's a whole lot of people in here, and if one doesn't make you upset, another one might. We're we're all just people. Sometimes we do peopley things. That's why we need forgiveness. That's why we need love. That's why we need to be merciful and quit judging and don't condemn people. Why? Because you're all going to need that. Right? Right? There's a reason His mercy's new every day. You ran it dry the day before. No, there's even a better reason it's new every day. Because you need more to give. Because you gave so much mercy the day before, you need to give. You need more to give the next day. Glory to God. That's a good reason to give mercy. Where did I, where did I go to? Luke six. Why well, call me Lord and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh me, hears my saying. This is diligently hearkening, by the way. Hears my sayings and does them. That is diligently hearkening. I will show him whom he is like. Who's he like? He's like the man that digged, that built a house. He digged deep, laid a foundation. And when the flood rose and the streams vehemently beat upon the house, it couldn't even shake it. What happened? His grass grew the next day. Why? Because he got a good rain. That's what happened at his house. Shutters were fine. Everything, nothing was shaking. What happened? The rain did what it was supposed to do at that point. It grew the trees. It grew the grass. It, right? It did what it was supposed to do. Why? Because... It was on a, he was on a foundation. He was on a foundation. Can't blame the rain. Next verse. But he that heareth the word and, and doeth it not, he's like a man without a foundation built his house. Then what happens? It rains. Why? The rain is coming. It's going to rain. Why? Because rain is good. You need rain to grow things. Rain is good. Well, even, even a heavy rain, you know, and it even washes the rocks out beside my house and I just put them back slowly. Sometimes I left the ditch there. I thought, well, maybe I'll get a creek one day. Never happened. Never happened. Had to fill it back in. But his house immediately fell. Why did his house immediately fall? He had no foundation. What was the foundation? Hearing the word and doing it. That was the foundation. And he had no foundation. And so for him to blame God is to blame the rain because he didn't build a foundation. So the minute you blame God, you're blaming the light and the rain because of what you came up with. Amen? And when you blame those two things, 
If you blame a person, well, I, I'd receive, but this person did this or said that or didn't do this or didn't say that. You're still, you still got no foundation. Why? Because if the word, the diligently hearkened to word is in you, it won't matter how hard it rains. Only thing that will happen to you is you will produce the fruit that's in your ground where it rained. Amen? Why? Because our foundation was diligently hearkening unto the things he said and doing those things which our Lord, Lord told us to do. Amen? Thank you, Lord. He's a good God. He wants to do good things for us. Did we go to Hebrews? Yeah, we already went to Hebrews. We don't have to go back to Hebrews. Let's go, let's go to, let's go to Luke. We're in Luke. Go up from Luke. Go to 44. If you follow along where we were in Matthew, it says, it says, if you love only those that love you, you're not like my father. What's he saying? He's saying, he said, what different, what's different from you to someone that doesn't know God? What's he saying? Why, you're not being like God. If you only love people who love you, you're not being like God. Why? Because God's good. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't say, See, that, that's where we humanize him sometimes because we, we see what we've done in the past. We, we like what they said today. We don't like what they said tomorrow. So we like them that day. Now we don't like them anymore. Now they've offended us. And we think that we got to somehow get back to God because we've offended him. And so he's love and he's going to love you, love, love, and then love you, love you. And he's going to reign and he's going to shine. God be God. That's just the way it is. Amen. He, he, we're not waiting on him to get back to us, right? He never moved. He never left you nor forsake you. You moved. You moved. You, you let something else in. You let a different thought come in. You let a, a different idea come in. You let somebody who sounded good. It was a really good argument. It sounded great that it was okay to, to think this or because they were just mean enough that it was okay for me to be mean back. Right? It's never okay. It's not. Love isn't mean. God isn't mean. He says, well, he says he's wrath. <laughs> he was angry because he couldn't love his people. He was trying to love them, and he couldn't get to them, and then they wouldn't hearken to his word. And when you don't hearken to his word, he can't love you the way he wants to love you. He wants the goodness and the, and the mercy and the kindness and, and, the, and the good fruit produced in you, but he can't do it, and that upsets him. He, he, he lost that ability when Adam sinned. He lost that ability. And he was trying to get it back. And he said, the blessing, it's the way back. And, and, and if, if, you'll, if you'll diligently hearken to what I say, you'll walk in this blessing. But if you don't, the wrath will be upon you. Why? Because I can't get my love to you. I can't be good to you. I can shine and I can rain all day long and all you're going to get is sickness and disease and, and no good harvest and dry land. You're not going to get good things. Because why? Because you're under the curse. Not the curse I put on you, the, per- the curse that came on you when you sinned. Glory to God. God's only good. He doesn't curse. He blesses. He's the blesser. He is a blesser. He blesses. He doesn't change. He doesn't change. 
People say, well, said the, he said, said he'll curse you. No, it said the curse will come on you. Why? Because it was waiting not to choose the blessing. Who chooses? We do. Brother Moore's got a great series. It's called You Choose. We choose. We choose whether we're... When, when the devil comes to you and he tempts you, he tempts you to be upset with somebody, tempts you to be mad, tempts you not to be merciful, tempts you to, to not act like God, to, to hate your enemy, to, to love your neighbor, Right? To only love those who love you. I'm not going outside my camp. They love me and I love them and forget everybody else. If we take that, we're under the curse. Why? Because we're not like our Father. We're like the world. We look just like the world. It's not what He wants, is it? He wants us to look way better than the world. Glory to God. Where were we? Luke 6.44. Thank you, Lord. Every tree is known by its fruit. Is it known by the water that grew the fruit? Known by the light that made the fruit grow? It's known by the fruit. If we're going to be known, if we're going to be seen in this world, we have to put God's Word first. We have to put it in us. We have to surround ourselves with it. We have to keep it in our eyes. We have to keep it in our minds. We have to keep it in our hearts. We have to keep it to such a point that no matter whether it's the rain or the sun coming, we're producing fruit that calls us Christians. We're producing fruit of love. We're producing fruits of goodness. Right? Because because if you're going to produce and you're going to be known by what comes out of you, no, right? People say, well, by what you say, no, what comes out of you? Because yeah. many people say one thing and never do it. Right. Ever. Yeah, and you know, everybody's guilty of it. I've said stuff and, and not ever got. Everybody's guilty of it. But you all know what we're also guilty of? Saying it and doing it. I want to be guilty of that every day of my life. People come up to you and say, you, you, you act like God. Yes. Yes. That's what I was going for. I wanted to love you so much that you actually experienced God. I wanted you to see the good fruit in my life and glorify God. Thank you, Lord. Because that, that's who we're serving. That's, that's what we're looking for. It says every tree is going to be known by its truth. Nobody's getting grapes or figs from a thorn bush. Nobody is getting uh, grapes from a fit, from a bramble bush. You're not getting them. They won't grow there. Does it mean that the thorn bush and the bramble bush aren't going to grow? No. They both they both obey light and water too. Right. If they're in the ground and light and water come, guess what's coming up? Thorns and briars. That's right. Thorns and briars. But if we've diligently hearkened into the word, then then we'll we'll be a good tree. What's good tree? What, what does a good tree produce? Good fruit. Not, not just not just tasty fruit. Good fruit. Fruit that you can eat and have eternal life. Fruit that you can that you can eat that that can that can help others. Fruit that 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 demands that love is first. Fruit that 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 raises it raises up the goodness of God. This is the fruit that we should have in our lives. People say, well, 
you know, we got to walk. Well, you got to walk as children of light. What did he say? What is that? First John 2, 5? Look at First John 2, 5. We'll go back to Luke. But whoso keepeth his word, this may have been really what I was looking for, but this will work. Whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know, we know, hereby know we that we are in him. Who are we in? The God that is all light and not darkness. The God that is only light and not darkness. We are in him. And when we keep his word, when, and again, it's not just, not just doing it. It's holding fast to it. It's counting it as a treasure. It is a treasure that you refuse to let go of. His word is a treasure, not only because you need it, but you know what it will produce. And when you hold tight to it, when you grab hold of that treasure and you refuse to let go, you guard it as precious. You got to guard the word as precious because what's the thief coming to take? He didn't come to take the soil. He came to take the seed that was sown in the soil. He's coming to take the word out of your life. Why? Because if he can get rid of it, the only thing you'll produce is weeds. And weeds don't glorify God. Nobody ever drives by my house, knocks on the door and says, I just want to tell you, your yard's awesome. (laughs) Why? Because they don't do that for weeds. You start growing love. You start growing the produce of love. People will stop and they will notice and they will see the very Father in you. And it will, it will cause change in their life. It will cause change in their heart. That's why he says, I'm going to reign on the just and unjust. Because why? I came for the just and unjust. Amen? I came. They weren't just until I made them just. Right? I came for the good and the evil. They weren't good until I made them good. Amen? That's who he came for. And when we put that word in us, when we keep it, love is perfected. What's he saying? He said, he said, when you let the word of God complete itself in you, then love is now perfected. It's completed in you. Now love can have its perfect work in you and through you. Love can now do what I wanted it to in you and for you and what I wanted it to do through you. That's perfect love. Perfect love, not only, not only will you get it in you, but it'll go out of you and, and it'll do exactly what God wanted it to do. It's complete, complete love. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Go back to Luke. I don't know, I don't know what verse I was looking to in First John, but that was a really good one. It went right along with the message. Thank you, Lord. For every nut tree is known by its fruit, for thorns are not gathered of... Or, yeah, <laughs> King James, man, he just says it backwards. How about this? You're not getting any grapes out of the brambles and you're not getting any figs out of the thorns. Right? You're not getting good things from bad seed. That's what he's saying. He's saying there's only two kinds of seed. There's good seed and there's bad seed. Guess which one God is? Good. He's only good. His word only will produce good. If you put his word in... It will not produce evil. It, it cannot, cannot produce evil. That's why he said, if you do not put my word in, 
you will be cursed. Why? Because you cannot produce good. Your life has no capability of producing good without His Word in you. Christ in us is our hope of glory. Amen? Glory to God. I like this better than when I was looking at it. A good man out of the good treasure. Treasure. You know, that that means a deposit, out of the good deposit. What is he saying? He's saying what you put in, a good man out of the good things he deposits in his own heart, he'll bring forth good fruit. He'll bring forth good. Guess what's going to happen in between that time? God be God. Light's going to happen. Rain's going to happen because that's how it's going to grow. The light of God's going to shine in you. The, 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 wa- the water, the, the rain is going to come on you. And you're going to produce the good treasure if you put good, if you put good in. Yeah. A good man out of the good treasure brings forth that which is good. What's he saying? Not possible for him to not bring forth good. Why? Because he planted good, he was good, and he got good. Amen? If we put, that's why he says it over and over again. Do what I say. Do what I say. Do it. He's not being a naggy mother. Right? I know my daughter gets tired of hearing me. Honey, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. But you know, everything I'm telling her to do, I'm, I'm trying to get her to do it for her own good. Still at 30. Honey, you gotta pay your taxes. It's good. I hope she didn't see this. <laughs> she pays someone. But it, which is just an example. Right? You gotta license your car. You know what? You gotta change the oil every now and then. There's, there's good things you gotta do to keep your good car working at a good pace, doing good things, getting you to good places. God's not doing it to nag you. He's doing it because He knows what it will produce in your life and He knows what it will produce through your life. Glory to God. He wants the light to shine. And as it shines, men will see your good works, right? And they'll glorify Him. It shows Him, it show, Jesus, just like we were at, go back to Matthew, just like we were at in Matthew, where He said, Let me show you what God's like. He says, when you shine the way God shines and people see those works out of that light, they glorify God because they don't see you. Why? Because you can't do that. You can't love the unlovable. Right? You can love love your neighbor and you can hate your enemy, but can you love your enemy? Can you be like God? What's he saying? He said, I want you to be good all the time because God's good all the time. I want everything that comes forth through you, everything that your life produces. Right? That's what we're looking for. Everything that our life produces comes through him, comes from him. The light's going to shine. The rain's going to fall. What's in our ground is all that's going to matter at that point. So Jesus said it over and over again. He who loves me keeps my commandments. Why? Because he loves him. He loves. He loves. He sees sees Jesus as the word of God. And he says, he who loves the word of God keeps him. 
right? If you love me, you will keep me. I am the word of God. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. You'll do what I've told you. Why? Because if you love him, you will. Why? Because that's what love does. He's not giving you something hard to do. He's not saying, okay, I got to love him so I can keep his commandments. He's saying, no, if you do love me, you will keep my commandments. Why? That's what it'll produce. Love for God produces obedience to his goodness. You mean I got to stand here and just be blessed, God? Yes. That's exactly what he wants. You just stand there and be blessed and then use that blessing to, to, to go out and do it again. Amen? Amen? He's a good God. He's a good God. He's doing good things. Well, go look at Deuteronomy since we're there. Deuteronomy 30. We'll end with that. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy 30, 15. Thank you, Lord. If you sowed a seed in a pot, had good dirt, and you set it in the closet, you never watered it, you never let light get to it, you would never get a harvest. Right? You'd never eat whatever it produces. You'd never see how pretty the flower was because it would never happen. Never happen. What God's saying is I want you to walk in the light. I want you to walk as a child, as a child of light. That's what he said. He said, I want, he said, walk as children of the light. You are, you're his, so walk as his children, children of the light. And as we walk that way, then, then we begin, we produce things. Why? Because we're not hiding it. We're not putting it where it can't grow. We're, 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 we're putting it in our heart and then we're waiting on the sun and rain. Why? Because it's coming. It's coming. That's what it does. It rains and it shines. Right? Right now we could use a little more rain. Right? Texas could use a little more rain. God will rain on us. Glory to God. You know, one place in the psalm it talks about him withholding the rain. Why? Because it's good. And if he, or he didn't withhold the rain. What? Because they, they knew it. He didn't withhold it because good things happened. I think it was in Psalm 85 or 84. You can look it up. Bible scholars. In other words, God doesn't do something bad to cause something bad to happen. He he may just have to say, ooh, I better not rain on that. You're going to be in trouble if I do. (laughs) If I rain on that right now or I shine on it, you're getting something you don't want. Glory to God. God's good. He'll, He'll have mercy on you. Deuteronomy 30, 15. See, I have set before you this day life and good. Good always creates life. Good never creates death. Never produces death. Good will not produce death. Right? It won't do it. People say, well, then how does it come out of the soil? It was what you put in the soil. So we're going to read. If we keep reading, you'll find out. This day, life and good, death and evil. In in that I have commanded you. (laughs) Here we go again. What did I command you? Love me, walk in my ways, keep my commandments, statutes, and judgments that you may live, multiply, and the, and the Lord thy God shall bless you in the land you go to possess. That's right. What's he saying? Right. He's saying, I want you to choose because I want this to happen, but you have to do something. 
You have to follow my commands. You have to read my word. You have to put it in. It's not, I'm not going to put it in there and then, and then rain on you. You put it in, I'll rain. And whatever comes up came up because you put it in. And that's what he's saying. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Whatever comes up, do not blame the rain. Hold fast, hearken diligently to my word. How can you do that? Because he's good. And everything that will be produced from that word will be good. Glory to God. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord.